All right, everyone. Welcome to Friendly Fire. I'm Khalif. And I'm Jamise. And this is our first podcast. Yay! All right. Yeah, very exciting. (laughs) Um, Well, first and foremost, we're going to hit a topic today that's kind of a hot topic floating around the internet. Yeah, well, kind of. I think it's a hot topic. I think it's a pretty hot topic. People are still talking about it. But let's first, you know, go ahead and just welcome our listeners. Really appreciate you guys tuning in to us. And then we're just going to take you back. Let's think about 1999. Oh, wow. Well, where were you in 1999? High school, my friend. Maybe sophomore in Cypress, Texas. Woohoo! Sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? Old enough? How old are you? What were you doing in 1999? <laughs> Going to the moon or something? Oh, I wish. Mm. I wish. Well, that was only on Saturdays. Oh, I see. <laughs> but no, um, 1999, I was a senior in Douglas MacArthur High School. Go Big Red. <laughs> I don't know why you have the high school shout out. So lame. I know, that's all I got. Don't be Al Bundy for Married with Children. Puka, for the shout out. Okay, right. <laughs> All right, so as you can see, it's a little difficult to remember exactly what was happening in 1999. Well, I kind of remember a little bit. I mean, I had, I was in class, I was a senior, I kind of mm. didn't care about school. Right. I, I, Technically, I already completed my high school stuff, so I was just floating around. Just, floating around. Yeah, I was in class, but I wasn't doing anything because they failed me. I would still graduate with honors. If they failed you, so I don't know how you could graduate honors if you failed. You probably had to go to summer school. No, because those classes didn't count to anything. I have no idea what Khalif is talking about. But in 1999, I was a track star. Well, I was on the track, too. I was pretty fast. Mm, yeah, good at running. <laughs> Love running. So more specifically, what about January 13th, 1999? I remember it was cold. Texas Maybe. cold. Well, I'm not sure. Was it? Sometimes Houston isn't cold in January. No, it was cold to me. I don't. I don't remember exactly. But you know, you know, people be wearing those big old puffy jackets and denim shorts. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, you know, uh, this year it's 16 years since 1999. Man, I feel so damn old. Yeah, 16 years. A long time ago. A lot's happened since then, huh? Yeah, a lot's happened, but a lot hasn't happened for Adnan Syed. You see that segue, guys? That was awesome. So professional. But yes, Adnan Syed has actually been in prison since 1999. Yes, he's a a young man, well, 34-year-old man, that when he was a senior in high school was convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend, Heyman Lee. Right, and this took place in Baltimore. And at the time, it was a big case, and now it's resurfaced again through a special new podcast. Definitely, a special new podcast called Serial. Not Bola Serial, but Serial as in Serial Killer. S-E-R-I-A-L. I don't think we need a spelling lesson, but for those of you <laughs> who have not heard of Serial, and I don't know where you've been under a rock or something like that, but you can tune in to SerialPodcast.org and you can listen online or you can download the podcast if you like. But on the website, they have a lot of extra goodies and information and interviews and 
evidence that you can go through and kind of pick through the case yourself. I know we're kind of picking through, we won't tell you, but we're kind of picking through this timeline, which is kind of why we're talking about this subject today. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, this, this podcast, uh, 12 episodes, we anxiously awaited every week for the newest episode to come out so that we could talk to each other about it. And it's just, it's one of those things that it's a fascinating case it's really true crime and i mean they they could this could easily be on tv it's so it's really interesting actually it's so good it could be a lifetime original it could be better than a lifetime original they could they can make this into like a full blown film if we get some conclusion because as we said this is still an ongoing situation even though he was convicted of the murder um, we'll, we'll come back to that later, uh, that, you know, just because you're convicted, they don't just throw away the key. You do get your chance to appeal, and we'll talk about that later. So, what was the most interesting thing about this case for you? Well, what I found to be most interesting about this case is the lack, I felt, of any concrete evidence. And there are a lot of questions still left open. And I feel like the podcast did a really good job of presenting uh, the, the inconsistencies. The problem, though, was the prosecutor, well, maybe not a problem for the prosecution, but they had a star witness who knew all about the crime. He took part in some of it. He knew history about the victim, the assailant. Uh, you know, he just knew it all. I mean... You said star witness. Can we really count it as a star witness? He's the star of the whole case. I mean, if you're a fan of the if you're a fan of the podcast or if you've caught on now, if you're not a fan, we highly recommend you go check it out. You can binge listen serialpodcast.org. If you have the iPhone, go to the iTunes store or the podcast, whatever the app is and download it. It's freaking awesome unless you're an android person i don't know what you're using on android ah uh, yeah i don't know much about android sorry guys <laughs> but so um this star witness is jay and we hear a lot about jay then in episode eight we're waiting to hear jay himself talk now you know and tells us what's been going on and the episode's called the deal with jay and it kind of leaves more questions than it answered oh but before we get into that we did we mention that this podcast serial is produced by Sarah Koenig, who also was an investigative reporter for the Balt in Baltimore? I think this sounds like a commercial for Sarah Koenig. If they go to Serial Podcast, they'll figure out that Sarah is the investigative reporter that produces the show. She does all the interviewing. She's back and forth. We hear Adnan's voice now uh, through phone calls from the jail. We listen to, we. she talks to many people who were witnesses or knew Adnan, Jay, and Hay all back in the day. And so she's the main driving force of getting information to us this issue right bringing it back to the light and so as we were saying episode eight the big the deal with jay what was the deal with jay well i'm not gonna give that away because that is mentioned and talked about quite a bit exactly what the deal was with jay but i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is that he and not to give any spoilers 
No, Shout because out if, the slate. if you have, yes, the Slate magazine does a spoiler podcast on Serial, which is also very good, where they, they probably will share some of the same questions that you have thought about when you listen to the podcast. My point is that if you have not heard the podcast, I really want you to. <laughs> so basically, we are not getting paid to promote it. <laughs> not at all. Sarah Koenig, I would love for you to send me a check, but. We're just sharing our love for it. Yeah. <laughs> Public radio. Woohoo. <laughs> Woohoo. So, yeah. So, basically, the deal with Jay, the star witness, this was my deal with Jay. Immediately, you're introduced to Jay, this guy who's the star witness. I like to call him informant, confessionator. I know confessionator is not a real word. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying, he just seemed, his story seemed a little inconsistent. Based, I mean, in my personal opinion. I think everybody can agree that he's quite a storyteller. And everyone can agree that his story has changed quite a few times. Since his initial interview with detectives six weeks after Heyman Lee's disappearance. And that's the big issue here. So his story has changed for me. And this is where he loses all credibility. Even from the time he first interviews with the police till he goes to the stand the first time. Then the second trial, which I will let you know, Adnan first case ended in a mistrial. Then, and he was not convicted until the second trial. Right, right. So Jay then begins with his story and just inconsistencies build up. I mean, first, before she jumped my grits, I will say this. I'm not going to jump your grits. No, I'm just going to say <laughs> um, there is a moment where if you comb through the evidence, you will see Jay's story presenting consistencies. But these, I mean, it's a ham sandwich. But the ham sandwich along the way has gotten lettuce, tomatoes, two slices of bacon and maybe a coke on the side okay that's what i'm trying to say it's been to me it feel like this this naked sandwich has been dressed up a little bit oh so you think it was a basic story that then went back and added more information to it to make it even better i think so i mean based on maybe dealing with the prosecution but how can you change your memory like that i misremembered I just think it was quite interesting that so many people have such a clear memory of what happened. When they first interviewed originally back in 1999, they seemed to remember exactly what they were doing on January 13th. But I must admit, honey, sorry to say, my wedding day, one of the most memorable days in my life, I don't really remember that well. So how would I remember a random day in January with my friends in high school? I barely remember where I were on Mondays. So I just think that, yeah, I think maybe that's why the story changes, because you misremember, and then you remember things later. I mean, that could be a good reason. But 
I'm going to just say there's an update. There's a big fallout to the popularity of this podcast. Oh, right. Because we never do. We hear Jay's voice in recorded testimony. We never get a chance to actually hear Jay except a little bit during episode eight. Sarah Koenig and her other producer go to interview with him, and he declines to discuss the case with them any further. He, Although he's very polite, he just turns them down. But he did add this, and they mentioned this uh-huh. in their follow-up in the car with each other. Uh-huh. That he was boiling with anger that they're asked that he that they're talking to him about these this event. Right. If you were I shouldn't say this event. I mean this is I mean quite a monumental turning point. turning point in anyone's life. Right. To, like M. Bison from Street Fighter. But he's convinced that Adnan is the murderer and the right man has been in prison. It upsets him that people are bringing it up like but this I'm guy is innocent. Say this. I'm going to say this, though. I mean, if you feel the right person's in jail, yes. you had nothing to really do with it. Right. You have been, I mean, granted, he did do, he didn't do any time. He did probation. Okay. You but served, why do you think Jay should have done any time? He's just a witness. Well, not to give any spoilers, but I'm sorry. But if you playing with pigs and you're oh, not Oh, he in, always uses too many of these scenario setting things. <laughs> too many metaphors. But I'm let's, just trying to say, if you okay, if you no, outside, but, if you playing basketball with your no, friends. No, 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 no metaphors. Let's just like be straightforward with it. Let's I be straightforward with it. Basically, Jay admitted to the police that he, in the interviews that we have record of, or that there is record of, that he was an accomplice after the fact. He so he helped hide the crime. He helped hide the crime. Which is why he knows so much about the crime. But then, in his testimony, went back to the crime scene, cleaned up, or not what the crime scene. What are you trying scene. to say? Okay, no, you're giving away too much. We're going to drop saying. that. We're going to drop that line. Okay. Let's let go to what... He no, cleaned up no, himself. We're, we're, we're leaving it alone. We're leaving it alone, okay? <laughs> because it's just going to confuse you if you haven't listened to the podcast. It's just going to be confused. So let's go back to what's happened. So Jay is the star witness. He basically was, you know, really the, the reason why Adnan is even in prison. Because if Adnan did it, supposedly he's the only guy who knew he did, right? So now, after Serial has wrapped up, their little 12 episodes. He then decides get, to re- give his own account. He needs to break his silence. Yes, he decides to give his own account to The Intercept. You can, If you Google The Intercept, Jay, you will definitely find it. It's, on, it's written by Vargas Cooper, who is not a vocal interview. It is a reported interview. Right. So he goes through and gives his own new account about what happened. Which is very different from any of the earlier testimonies in court or interviews with the detectives. And even from the testimony that was used to truly convict him, Adnan Syed, to give him life in prison. But I just would have to say that, I mean, if you look at this interview that he did, 16 years after the fact, I wouldn't say it discounts what he said before. It's just 
who remembers 16 years ago? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you showed up to my house with a dead cat, I would remember. But this wasn't a dead cat. It was a dead person. You, right. So if your location changes, like people's underwear, I'm pretty sure you should remember that that's one fact that should happen over and over and over again. You mean that should be consistent? Where Very I consistent. saw a body. Where you saw a body. Of someone I used to know. even in the interview, he states how the body looked in the back of the trunk, which was never mentioned before. We don't know if it wasn't mentioned. We don't have the entire transcripts of the interviews. Okay, I give you that. You know, I mean, we haven't done our own investigative research and gone to the police station and looked up all these documents ourselves. Well, so I we, am not we the... only have a really, really tiny snapshot of the entire case. Well, I'm not the Innocence Project. I don't have the funds they do. Um, we'll get back to that. <laughs> On another episode, we'll talk more in depth about the Innocence Project. So, after Jay gives this, uh, this interview to the, inter- to the Intercept, now... He's really voicing his opinion about how he felt he was villainized in the podcast, which nothing was really negatively stated about Jay. I mean, maybe it was. We heard from some people who knew him then who said that he lied about everything. But someone who people remember you as a liar, I mean, come on now. Well, it is negative. I mean, because what if you didn't think thing. of yourself as a liar? <laughs> Would a liar think of himself as a liar? I mean, if a liar knows they're a liar, sure. But if you're a chronic liar, maybe you wouldn't know. Maybe you start to believe your own lies. I'm going to just say this. I love this episode. I love this part of the trial with Christina Gutierrez mm-hmm. when she asked Jay. Christina Gutierrez was Adnan's defense attorney during the first and second trial. Yes. That, are are you sure that, I'm sorry, I'm about to misquote this now, but did you lie about any part of your testimony? And he says, no, ma'am, I didn't lie. But then she said, but you acknowledge that you didn't tell the truth. Yes, I do acknowledge that I didn't tell the truth. So you lied. No, ma'am, I did not lie. I mean, isn't that the opposite of what the truth is? Hey, man, I'm just saying, it, this was a very emotional time for a lot of people. And these are all just kids, you know? I mean, kids, but I mean, and even kids then. Kids lie. Kids lie all the time. Hmm. And he gives many reasons of why he lied or why he didn't call the police. And so you can find out more about those reasons in the podcast. But let's go ahead and let's talk about, because, yes, I'll admit, listen to the podcast, a little bit of bias, you know, and it's hard not to have bias. I mean, it's hard not to, because you really just are hearing part of a story and the way that Sarah presents it, you know, it's just, it's hard not to have certain thoughts or certain questions when you finish listening to it. So let's talk about what we think really happened to Heyman Lee. Wow, man, that's like shooting an arrow in the dark with this case. I mean, honestly, if we go back and look at some of the evidence and not giving too much away, basically... Just tell us of it. I mean, we've been spitballing about this for a while. Supposedly, Anand's... Okay, here's what happened. Anand has a mutual... His friend, uh, which was Jay's girlfriend, says, Hey, Jay, 
borrow my car, and this is possibly earlier in the day. Borrow my car to go Why buy her again. Why are you rehashing the story? Just I'm tell not. us what you think happened. I'm not. I'm not. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm setting it up. So he gets the car, and he's gone. Somehow, he, you know, Heyman Lee is still seen alive. She's still around. She's still around at 3.30 when one of her friends saw her getting a snack. My biggest question is, when did she die? Because to me, if you can timestamp it. Let's not give them more questions. If they listen to the podcast or they're going to, they're going to have plenty of questions on their own. So just tell them what happened. In your opinion, what happened? Man, that's, I mean, I can, I can spitball like all sorts of incriminating things. Crazy things, right? Yeah, crazy, made up, far-fetched, whatever adjective you want to throw in there next. Mm. But I just feel like I've been given from his testimony ten pounds of five ten pounds of crap stuffed in a five pound bag and I'm just not happy about that. So I think what happened is this. I'm not gonna say he's innocent because there's some inconsistencies. Who, Adnan or Jay? Oh sorry. I used a pronoun and didn't specify. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Adnan is innocent. Uh-huh. I I I know he's guilty of something, but <laughs> Jay. Man, your story changes when you get on the mic. Oh, 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 okay. No, I'm just going to say, I don't think he did it. Thing? Okay, okay yes, I don't think Anand did it. Okay. I really don't think he okay. did it. I think. So, what do you think happened then? I don't know. I mean, we do we'll have, a, we do have another boy. There is another boyfriend who readied his alibi. Oh, he didn't ready his alibi. He was at work. He just remembered what he was doing that day oh, because but he's he got 20 his story years old. Together. Well, he knew when they called that he would have to tell them where he was at the time. I mean, he's smart enough to realize that. I'm just that. saying. I'm not saying him. But, I mean, I don't know where she was. I just think that here's here's my speculation. Okay. Here's my speculation. Yes. I'll finally get to it. The nitty gritty. Yes. Just put it out there. Um, Here's a wild thought. Adnan lets Jay borrows a car. Borrow Adnan's car. Yeah, borrow that nine card to go buy Stephanie a gift that Jay Which doesn't remember. Which is Jay's remember. girlfriend, yes. Well, what if there is some situation that, um, and, oh, and in the interview, he did specify if anybody were to do any type of cheating, it would have been Jay and not his girlfriend. Just get to the point. You're going, you're just, taking, just you're say, taking the train off what the tracks. If, what if, what if Jay met Jay met Heyman. Okay. By himself? By himself. In Adnan's car. In Adnan's car. Okay. Flipped out, and maybe they were at Best Buy. Okay. Flipped out, did something, hurt her, maybe it was an accident, put her in the trunk of the car to hide it. She suffocates, dies. Mm. He picks up Adnan. Mm-hmm. Informed Anand basically what he's done. Right. Anand freaks out. Okay. Doesn't believe. He checks the, takes him to Heyman's body. Uh-huh. They dispose of the car. Uh-huh. Do all the stuff what you'll find out in the evidence and what the good people at SerialPodcast.org has done. Got rid of the car, buried the body. Then Jay tries to cover up his involvement to plant 
the blame solely on Adnan. So why wouldn't Adnan then turn it back around on him when the cops come to talk to him about it? Yeah, we don't want to have dead air. So let me let me tell you what happened, okay? That is ridiculous, right? All right, I do have Tennessee. A part of me thinks Adnan is guilty. I think it's possible that these two boys just went nuts and killed this poor girl, and they were both equally involved in the murder and the cover-up, and they should both be serving time. On the other hand, I think that Jay has some credibility over what happened after Hay was murdered because he does not know exactly how she was murdered, where or when, and I believe that is true. So I think that after the fact, Jay did become an accomplice with someone. I'm not sure if that someone was Adnan. And that's, honestly, that's one of the big reasons why I feel Adnan didn't do it. Mm. Purely on the fact that Adnan's whole testimony has not changed. Here's the problem. Adnan just says he doesn't remember anything day but can you remember something that you didn't do but he should at least remember what he did that day did you go to track practice did you not go to track practice he was high most of the day why would you smoke pot if you didn't have track practice he's 18 years old but still why did anybody smoke pot can you run high i have no idea uh there's a lot of brothers in the hood that can that's a ruined high <laughs> I don't get it. I'm just saying that's a ruined high. I don't see how you could exercise while you're high on pot, you, but because you don't feel it, you, you, you're like you're like coasting. Uh huh. You're feeling good. Well, and you probably think you're running fast as hell, but you know you're running in slow motion. You're okay. jogging. But this what makes me think he's innocent. He has given the innocent the innocence project on his behalf is testing some DNA that was found on Heyman Lee. That's not. Some, some kind of evidence. We don't know exactly what it is, but it has DNA. And they're testing the DNA to see if it comes back as a positive to someone. And they had this evidence before, but it was never tested for DNA. Because if you guys remember, it's 1999. Hardly anything was tested for DNA in 1999. Yeah, there's people now who are getting off due to the Innocence Project. Yes, which we will discuss much more. Cause Innocent, the Innocence Project is awesome. Yeah, people are getting off now based on DNA evidence and, you know, and it's helping them out. So I think that the fact that Adnan really wants to be exonerated, has offered to have the, has requested the DNA to be tested. Either he is innocent or he has believed the lie he's created for himself. He had nothing to do with Heyman's murder. Hey. I, I don't know. I mean, he could believe he could be believing a lie, but sometimes you lie so much you believe it yourself. Well, that is true. You know, I mean, and if you go through a traumatizing event, your brain actually can block the memory. That is true. So, I mean, I'm no neurologist. I'm no psychologist. I can't say for sure, but I'm sure people have heard about suppressed memories or memories that have returned. Well, why don't they give like you know hypnosis? There are lots of things they could give. There's lots of information I like to hear about from the case that's missing. Or maybe, I don't know if they followed up on it. Listening to this case, though, really, and other cases like it, which we will talk about in later podcasts, I have come to think that I maybe missed my calling in life because I would be a really great investigative detective. 
you know like i i love going through evidence combing through things but then again you got to get the evidence from the cops and cops aren't so good about collecting evidence so maybe i should really be a defense attorney and go investigate on my say, own you you would not like being a cop i don't think i would actually but you know i heard cop is offensive to cops We'll talk about what's offensive to the cops in another episode. I, I mean, I don't really know. but uh, So hopefully, where Adnan's case stands now is that it's in the Court of Appeals in Maryland. And hopefully, at some point in the near future, we'll get some updates on what's going on. And of course, uh, we'll be able to see that online. Yeah. People Anything else you about. want to say about this? About poor Adnan? <laughs> Just that I think... The whole the whole point is guilty or innocent, there is reasonable doubt, and if there's reasonable doubt, we must acquit. Didn't we learn that from the O.J. Simpson trial? Oh yeah, the gloves don't fit. You must, must acquit. acquit. So, so reasonable doubt is very important thing to consider in this situation and in many situations. Well, I mean, I do concur. I mean, I did serve as a foreman on a jury before. But it wasn't a murder case. No one's life was at hand. <laughs> oh, well, it kind of was. The young lady, but that's a whole other story. Walmart. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. We might get assassinated. <laughs> you laugh, but they are very powerful. Who knows they get away with? I didn't say anything bad about Walmart. I just called out their name. Oh, so maybe it's a place you could shop 24 hours a day and online. Yes. <laughs> oh, you can't see that. I'm giving Walmart he gave a, a thumbs, big thumbs up. up. But we don't have Walmart where we are because we're coming to you from Seoul. Yay, Tesco. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he really wants some commercial sponsors. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it, this has been great talking about this, finally getting it all off our chests. Yeah, this is great. Well, I'd like to tell you guys good night. I'm Khalif. And I'm Jamise. And this is Friendly Fire. Catch you next time. Bye.